Mary Jane and Munchies, and it's Wacky Week, y'all. Guess what? We have Savvy, guys, the premier <laughs> cannabis influencer, sex educator. They'll give all of their information later on in the show. Mary Mary Jane and Munchies, 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 Mary Jane and Munchies. Y'all, today we are in a wacky weed situation, and obviously, this whole day we've been contemplating the fact that hmm, we have a guest, we're gonna do our best. My name is Kumi Jones. You can follow me at Q-U-E-M-I-E-J-O-N-E-S. My name is Boston Bossy. You can follow me on all social media platforms at Boston Bossy underscore. Twitter is Kitchen General. And if you find me on Beagle Live, it's Powerpuff88. And together we are Mary Jane and Munchies. Mary Jane and Munchie. I'm Mary Jane. I know. I said together we are Mary Jane and Munchies. That means we tag teaming. That's what wrestlers used to do. Partners. I'm in the ring first. Abby, go ahead and tell them how you can be found. Or you can find me at Adult Advice on Instagram, and or you can email me for more information about Adult Advice at youradultadvice at gmail.com. Hell yeah. All right, y'all. So today I am smoking this lovely Brownie Scout from Affinity. Then we have a lovely Indica Lightning Strain. It was just one of those situations where I was talking to the gentleman, the bud tender, and he was like, what you want to get? I said, I need something to hit hard. I need that shit to hit the spine, okay? All the time. Never nothing less, okay? I want it to do its best to get me, like, all the way there. This is what they gave me. I have this in flour, and I have it in this cartridge. Oh, so I went to the uh, recreational dispensary, and affiliate of the show, my mother, she went actually there, Mama Yummy, and she brought back 24 karat gold. This is why I was crying because she had mine. <clears throat> I have 24 karat gold. Right there, and it's coming from a <laughs> new dispensary that we're going to link below, but I can't think of because I already smoked like three different weeks. Um, it's, it's 24 karat gold, but it's sitting on top of Sanctuary Base because Sanctuary Bases are very, they're good. They charge well, and they don't die easily, so shout out to Sanctuary. That's the hardest thing about finding out, like, you're getting something from the dispensary and be like, I hope it works. And does it work as good as the other dispensary I went to? And can I use the same charge on this pin thing? I want to know if it is universal. So you've got a universal 510 thread, which is a pretty standard industry uh, cartridge. And the bases will always fit like a 510 thread cartridge. So you're going to be solid no matter where you go. I mean, so. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is it. I'm going get a good guess. Yeah, no worries. I'll put it back like, shoot, I need to write that down. Okay, I'll listen to this back my damn self. Okay. <laughs> Wacky Weeds episode, we're back with Live in Effect. We have here a sex educator. And cannabis educator. I mean, damn. <laughs> yep. Shit. They also have beverages. Yep. They got it all, people. Mm. All of the vices. <laughs> but they're going to teach you how to use them responsibly. Savi, go ahead and bust down exactly 
what got you into the industry? I have a big background in sex education. I've been a sex educator for five years now, and that was where I started my um, my journey into niche adult content. I just was very comfortable with being able to talk about topics that are harder for a lot of people to talk about. So I really wanted to keep going with that. And uh, I've been a recreational user of cannabis for over 10 years. When I finally got into that industry a year ago, it was just an easy transition for me. It was really easy to talk about like uh, cannabis the same way I talk about sex, because it's not a super comfortable topic for a lot of people because it's so new with a legal market, it's so much more mm -hmm. accessible to people who didn't really like know where to go to get it or felt safe to get it I think is a big part of it because we might be used to like what was a black market and now we have a legal market we have people all the time who are just like I grew up in the 60s but like I never like found my way to cannabis and I'm just like it's probably because you lived in the suburbs or something you know like it just wasn't like a thing that you knew where to get it I feel like, like it's like when you're in the suburbs in the 60s you might have something in your cabinet but it would not be no weed you know the, the wackadaisicals you know what I'm saying yeah. the weed wasn't that like, but if you're in the people industry could have, like people could afford like <clears throat> cocaine right right, right. Yeah, yeah, we wasn't was hitting for that yeah. right it was like what are you gonna do with that grass that's, <laughs> that's poor people shit no idea with the grass and it's not poor people sharing No, it's not. It has definitely changed. I think that's important to recognize the privilege that comes with the legal market. Because, <laughs> like, it's a privilege to be able to partake the way we do right now. Like, the way we're partaking right now. Like, that is a huge deal. It's very rich. Yeah. Like, kind of like when Drizzly came into town, I feel very, like, opulent and luxurious <laughs> when I go to this. I'm like, one moment before I go to work, I should get pre-roll. <laughs> oh, hello. Give me drugs. Thank you. Yep, I shall be leaving since I went to the drugstore. <laughs> it just feels very rich. And I'm, you know, and Munchie and I have had this argument before. I'm very strong believer in medicinal dispensaries in underprivileged neighborhoods because recreational is awesome but that is a retail establishment you know whereas medicinal is what it says medicinal and it's there for education but it's also there for a price point that someone who's living in a neighborhood where they're not affording their housing can afford their medicine i i totally understand correct me if i'm wrong but do you feel like uh you get a certain level of like compassion and care through a medicinal setting that you don't get out of a record no 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 the, the care she's okay. a medicinal i'm okay. recreational now i've been okay. medicinal before yeah but my thing is for more of a price point, right? So, like, okay. if this is a medication... Oh, so, like, the tax thing? Right, so, like, if this is a medication... For your... I think for your rate of consumption, it makes sense. But, unfortunately, not everybody consumes at the same rate. And I don't think financially it works out because it does cost an annual fee to have your med card. Yeah. And I don't think it's... I, I don't disagree that it's accessibility via having those dispensaries in those neighborhoods where it's accessible. And I think there should be, like, accessible recreational in those places places as well that give the same level of care that a medical place does i think the whole industry needs to be doing that because it yeah i think like, i think you are not you're, treating you're, it the same you're picking up what yeah. i'm putting down like, but this is where i have like a counter for you guys because i i go in similar to boss and bossy i'm a medical but pre predominant medical but i do recreational yeah. i do feel like i get more at 
medicinal but i also feel like being that said i feel like the variety and options sometimes i feel like recreational has a different gear up and yeah. then topping that i have learned how to work the system people let me give you a little <laughs> tip right quick if you a medical patient and you know let's just say you know you talk to the right person you you, you know i didn't do it on purpose this time you know what i'm saying the first time and i but i go to the right you know bud tender to get my deal i'd be like excuse me i'm a medical patient you, you know what it is bud tender you know what i'm saying and they will you know give you that little you know just you percentage I, back. We do want to get you like at least I know that I have a bud tender who wants to get you the most bud for your buck. Right. Like I like bud on a budget is me, but I don't want like quality versus quantity. Like I'll get you what you need uh, at the price point you are comfortable at, and I think that's how everybody should be acting. And we're gonna see a big change out of recreational dispensaries, especially with all the other states around us going recreational. Right now, Hopefully there the are like there. You're, I'm seeing price chops everywhere. Like the deals, the sales, like that's happening. You know, especially for 420, which is like the industry holiday. It's coming up. You're gonna see deals everywhere happening. So, like doing your due diligence as a shopper recreationally is definitely part of it. But it's hard. Like I said, with the annual fee of a med card and what it also limits some people to. Like you can't get your gun license if you have a med card, and some mm -hmm. people might need that for like protection or. Like, you yep. know, so it makes it, it is, it is a, it is a trade off. Um, you know, you can get into the politics, but it's a trade off, right? It's just yeah. a trade off. Like the taxes, like absolutely, you know, and you get a higher allotment in medical and you get access to higher potencies, uh, to edibles too, which like, that's when, if people are really seeking that kind of care and that, uh, use, I definitely encourage them to get their med card. Like, all Yeah, like, I don't, it's, it's yeah. less about if, like, if you can get rec and you can go to it, but that's are you fine. getting what you need? Is right. essentially like, right. what it you comes know what I mean? And to. it's like, hmm, probably someone who needs to be in housing that's accessible, you know, they right. may not need the usage, but the potency. You and know the, what I mean? And like, also the method of consumption can right. be important because if there's somebody who can't smoke or vape and are like don't can't and like are risking their housing for those things. There's way more like, options on the I, medicinal side yeah, than and, what they can and, use. And like again, I would encourage that kind of thing. Uh so like it's kind of it's kind of like the same thing. Like there's not enough accessibility due to locations in those places, which I hopefully are changing with the new reform bill after last summer. Like there are like priorities happening for certain areas in the city uh, for locations, you know, like they're prioritizing like who's getting the licenses and where they're opening. Well, this uh, this is from a dispensary right there in Rosendale. Um, and what's so exciting is like growing up in Hyde Park all my life, Hyde Park Mass, having access that close is game changer right okay. and the pricing is appropriate for the neighborhood around it you know like sure. it is wreck but like you said because of other states going legalized now and other dispensaries being around it the price point is like okay you can go in there the same way you can get in a liquor store pretty much you know? and like, that's kind of what eventually Munchie and i are looking for is that one day when you go in a liquor store you can go right next to your dispensary grab a couple things grab your groceries and go home not like Going to your dispensary, like, all right, so I'm not going to pay that water bill. 
Yeah, I know that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. all right. You have more options. Yeah, spread yeah, out, split totally, a payment yeah, plan. I hear you. Yeah, I mean, like, I think we're headed there now right. for sure. Like, I think some dispensaries absolutely have those deals. It's just about the accessibility. You go to like Pure Oasis in mm -hmm. Dorchester because that's like the one dispensary. Well, it's actually not no longer the one dispensary. There's a high profile bodega. Which this is where yeah, this is where we came for this oh, one. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're wholesalers mm. is the thing. So, oh, like, nice. Yeah. So you're gonna see not every dispensary has a cultivation. So like that's right. the interesting okay. thing about like sanctuary versus other places and sanctuary has a cultivation they oh, okay they grow all of their own stuff and medical places will also have that kind of distinction as well sanctuary has medical facilities as well as recreational okay yeah. now i want to just do this little thing because i like to little start a little shit sometimes um so back in the day in one of the podcasts we say a pure oasis is the thrift store of the weeds oh. and the reason why we said that and i i think i was the one who was really on it because boston boss here don't even fuck with as mary jane she don't fuck with them as a whole okay. vicinity but okay. me i can see if you're explaining the wholesale and the cultivation aspects the difference is like not everybody has that i've always noticed that they had different aspects of different dispensaries in their yes. shelling and that gives it a nice diverse you know selection yeah. but at the end of the day it gives you uh awareness that you know there is something different and it's not always something that we can be hypercritical of yeah. we can always be expecting though that they're going to give us a diverse election if that's yeah. what you're into. And you're going to be discerning oasis. as a customer too. So like I'll go to dispensaries that are wholesalers because they have way more variety than a dispensary that does their own cultivation. Right. Because you'll see a lot of the same strains over and over again where at a wholesaler you're going to see a lot more rotation which is really good if you want to try a whole bunch of new stuff. Got like you. I love to try like Simply Herb is a favorite cultivator of mine. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> Shout out to Simply Herb. Simply Herb, I love y'all. Your cultivation of like Mandarin Skittles is one of my favorites. So juicy smelling, gets me in my feels. Uh, their Cinnamon Buddha has been phenomenal. Their PK Crasher is what I've got now, and it's such a nice like terpene profile. <laughs> okay, so with that being said, we're going to pass the lovely question game that we have for Mary Jane Munch. It's going to be a little different because we're in the studio, and Savi here is not smoking no vape. Uh, I, I can show you what I pre-gamed it, though. I mean, if you want to, do, do you want me to be your van of white right quick? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got yeah. you. We all had a little Miss Grass pre-roll. This is their all times. They do um, pre-roll packs for Indica, Sativa, and Hybrid. And they do lovely blends of very intentionally chosen strain. What I love about Miss Grass is that they are consistent. I can smoke this same like all times style pack now and then smoke it a year from now and have like the same consistent experience. So I know what I'm getting pretty much every time. And that's out of weed, like that's really hard to find because it's a plant. Like it's gonna change, like the crops yeah. are gonna change. So like, I think they do such a good job at choosing what they put in every uh, pack they make. They also put their terpene profile on there, which is something I really want every cultivation to do. <laughs> It busted it down. Sabi <laughs> was just saying this off camera yeah. that terpenes are mad important. Yes. So we talked all about the cabinoids in a previous episode. You can just listen to all the seasons until you find it. Um, but in this episode, we are going to focus on 
terpenes. Okay, I don't know if we're gonna be able to do this technically, <laughs> but I would like the word terpenes uh, right yeah, exactly. here. Okay, so terpenes. It is what gives you the mandarin in Mandarin Skittles. I don't know who told you that weed grows with a little mandarin orange under it, but it don't. It just smells right here. Like it does, okay? <laughs> In your olfactory yeah, yeah. system? Okay, so uh, the best way I love to describe the difference between THC and terpenes is that THC is how high you get, like how big the high is. That's what uh, like THC percentages will dictate. But terpenes are what high you get. So it's the smell and the taste, but it's also like the layered nuances of the high. So it's like what's making you giggly or sleepy or hungry or happy or horny, you know, all of those things. Uh, is oh, like part of that terpene that? profile and for me it really helps break down just feeling like the indica or sativa so it's really like opening up your world and doorways from like feeling stuck and like I can just smoke indicas sativas make me anxious and we can try to figure out what about sativas or what about the head highs are making you anxious mm. but um, when you were talking about the systems that we have in our bodies in your previous episode um, that's really important actually because it's all contextual we all smoke to the same pre-roll we all are experiencing it differently right now yeah so like it's all it's hitting us all differently you, you know never lie. <laughs> <laughs> no you haven't i will say this it's all hitting us <laughs> in my yeah. face like, <laughs> right. like, like that. that's one thing i love about the 420 holiday you can tell the the tokers from the jokers. You know, <laughs> you're looking over there. They're like, "That's pretty good. It's all right. I mean, it's not my fit." Get out. You should be high. Get out. <laughs> or blow outer. Mm, Get okay. out. <laughs> oh, blow outer. You know the blow outer. They like, <laughs> oh yeah, I, I smoke for a lot. Oh, they don't I'm take the big, second breath. I'm yeah. definitely a big, a, uh, big smoker. And you're like, like, first thing that I was strange. taught as a stoner is like to is to keep the second breath in. So you take the initial intake and then you take a second breath to push it into your lungs and you keep it there. For yeah, you hold it. Yeah. That's how you hold it. But like, your lungs. I've explained that to so many people who are new to smoking. Yeah. I would have keyed it to dick sucking. <laughs> it's breathing around the dick. You, this is what you meant. This would get raunchy. I see. I see. Boss, boss, get always saying we. I see. She. What? She. Then I was like, ah, ha, ha, ha. yeah, off camera, we, we had a conversation about this one, not me. This we, one, we, you see this hand, we, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you equate it to what sucking now, friend? Dick sucking, no, it makes sense. You breathe around the dick because it, I mean, if you're not breathing, breathing you can't take it deeper. <laughs> that's just, I mean, that's just biological. Just, you have to breathe, you need oxygen, okay? That's actually expert. I mean, we could we could go to dick sucking, but we were also talking about terpenes. So, uh, I mean, see, y'all need to pick y'all struggles. We're gonna focus back on terpenes, but we we'll put a pin in it. It's your girl Kuma Jones, back live in the flesh, and I'm back here in Vanilla. And no be sitch. Get you some Vanilla, and don't miss it, cause you can always catch me in Vanilla. In the city, in the video, you already know how it goes. Renilli is an excellent experiment in human excellence. To get your Renilli, go on to www.renillionedge.com. Don't be silly, get your Renilli. Yeah, yo. Go ahead and follow Sabi. 
if you want to hear anything about what they was just on. I can't even talk about it. It was duplicitous. I can't. It's <laughs> the bottom of my paper, guys. Go ahead and let them get into it. But I think the counter is us getting into our Truth or Tilt game. Ladies it's and gentlemen. It's time of the day. We got games galore. We got a live guest. It's Wacky Weeds. It's our annual game. It's our yearly game. It's our daily game. It's the game that we built just for you guys. It's called Truth or Toke. We have our tokes and we'll be taking tokes. We um, will. But we'll, Savvy won't. But Savvy won't. So Savvy's all truth. All truth. No toke. Are you scared of the truth? Here. Nothing but the truth. <laughs> Tell us about your worst cannabis experience you've ever had. Oh, like experience? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> you and Kat. Uh Okay. Uh, so, I was on a blunt ride in college, as one does in college, and we got pulled over, and we thought we got away with it. We thought we were, like, doing all right. Like, we, we were, like, we held it together, you know, it was, it was okay, and then the driver, who was just too fucking stoned, had to stop the cop from walking away, and was like, wait, you're a cop, right? And as a cop, <laughs> you got to do a lot of things, right? And we're all just... Drive like, away! <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I had to be the fucking driver. So <laughs> if we didn't live in the fucking mountains, I would have just walked away. But I didn't want to get eaten they by a bear. So... Fucking it up for everybody. Fucked man. it up for everybody. Yeah, <laughs> lost, lost like a, a solid quarter that night. Uh, <laughs> they, wait, so they just took it from you? Oh, they made it stump it out. Like, oh, yeah. no! <laughs> now you got stump out your weed that y'all yeah. never again. Devils let it stump it. Stump it. <laughs> That's exactly how it feels. Devils let it. Uh, but that was my least favorite time high for many reasons. Oh, my God. Okay. That would have scarred me. Yeah. I'd have been like, never again. So never my again. experience for me, mm. my guys, I literally have had just one strand fuck with me. Okay. And that is called sour diesel. <gasps> That's my favorite. That's my favorite. Everybody <laughs> says that. Called me savvy diesel in college. Are you being serious? <laughs> yes, I, I thought you was just having one like they call me savvy diesel. No, no, no. They they, they call me savvy like, diesel that, on that the ones too. Okay, that's what you was known for. Yeah, but you could have you could have told me whatever I was smoking was sour diesel, and I would have believed you. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, yeah, sour <laughs> diesel. Sour diesel, like oh, it is. It yeah. looks like it. it whatever does. on point it's, we uh, was, yeah. it was like that's. <laughs> That yeah. sour diesel, I know my baby yeah. anywhere. <laughs> but I did smoke some sour diesel last summer, and it hit me like I was 19 again. Oh. It was a nostalgic high. It was yeah, so I'm nice. telling you, sour diesel is the greatest. <laughs> I'm going to find what in the sour diesel strain Munchie doesn't like, because when I go on sour diesel vendors, my life is better, man. Oh, maybe, I just maybe be like, find out your I profile. can be oh. a yeah, because you know that there's different levels of sour diesel. You don't have to get the one that makes you trip out. You can find the one that you're good with. Look, I'm just going to say this. <laughs> I can and if you can tell me there is a, a way I can understand the things that I'm looking for a little bit better, yes. 
that's exactly what adult advice does is to break down information because everybody's different and i respect that and i not not every weed is going to work for everybody not every sex toy is going to work for everybody not every method like a of advice. hotline a little bit yeah kind of like the, the updated <laughs> yeah. you know yeah don't worry i'm the 42069 hotline oh okay <laughs> hello <laughs> Like like the butterball line of adult content. Okay, okay. <laughs> like hi, I have the rabbit in. Is it supposed to be moving like this? It's moving left to right. That's, and, that's uh, a high down. tier payment. Otherwise, <laughs> right. things are happening. Let them know. I don't think this is right. That's Hold on, Rebecca. I'm, I'm talking to the customer service. Wait, Chad, Chad. It, it's bucket. It's bucket. It's bucket. <laughs> Did you move it to the left? Okay. That's move, better. Thank you, you ma'am. No, we're good from it, there. Plug it back in again. We're good from there, ma'am. That's what we need. Thank you. That lady was nice. I'm going to give her five stars. She was very so. helpful. Please give me five stars. Because, yeah, that's where it ends. It's like, I'm, yeah. wait, 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 I don't care if things are going well. Now, Just see when they're going wrong. Savvy, in your own words, with you giving adult advice, what exactly expansively does that mean? I can do workshops if you want, like, more group settings. I can do events where it's, like, much more chill, especially when it comes to the cannabis and alcohol information. We want to build healthier relationships around things that can be very unhealthy for people and create a better society and community through breaking down those stigmas, essentially, because there's a lot of times where, like, we can, we can find a way to enjoy alcohol without overindulging there's a lot of ways we can enjoy cannabis without relying so heavily on it we want to in- partake with intention essentially i was just thinking yeah. like i would like to understand like, i why the love a good thing. cocktail you know like i love a good cocktail um but i again not i'm not like 19 anymore i can't just like drink whatever i look at like a flavored vodka in the store and i immediately want to throw up oh I'm, for real yeah like I, especially if it's like baked good flavored i can't Listen, do it oh, okay i tell you know? people all the time i'm not young anymore and what i used to do back in the day i was a wild woman yeah had a whole i can't even tell you the name of a drink i used to make that i put it all in one bottle what? It had, a, it had a lot going on. It made jungle juice look like mild oh. suburbia juice. <laughs> and I was like, shh, shh, shh. yeah, man. Look, woo, woo, woo. So you know, now I'm like, people say that like, I can't drink wine. tequila because it makes me act like this mm-hmm. because it just gets you inebriated at different rates. Mm. And that's kind of like why we can't treat cannabis and alcohol the same. Okay. Right? Nope. And I think that's super important, especially if people are looking to have healthy relationships with both or either or use one to get away from another okay you know what i mean because i think we should all have healthy relationships with with vices with sex with alcohol with weed and that's what adult advice is creating Mm -hmm. is a healthy relationship with things that are like have societal stigmas against them oh it's kind of like a play on words a little bit don't add advice okay okay that was really smart thank you thank you i was hearing those like oh Oh, it's wicked intentional. Okay. Uh, Yeah, because I'm sure, like, we all grew up in different contexts, and we all have very specific viewpoints on sex, on weed, and on alcohol. Absolutely. And combining those three, forget about it, you know? Like, we are hitting a very risky territory, but I want people to be able to learn how to communicate with themselves, communicate with partners, so you can have, like, you can use 
weed and sex to have a good time. You can like learn how to safely imbibe alcohol and get down, you know, yeah, and like, yeah, or yeah, learn yeah, how yeah. to not crossfade if you're like doing weed and booze, you know, like, I think and that's what I'm offering. That is what adult advice is offering is like how to be adult with your vice. Exactly. Okay. How to be yeah. adult with your vice. Adult okay. advice. Yeah. What is the worst strain you've ever had? Mm-hmm. Not just experience, but strain. Mm-hmm. I don't. I just be having like when I have yeah. sour diesel, I see dead people. I hear you. know you. what I'm saying? Yeah. I think you know you might you might know a little something different. I think for me, it's been blueberry headband. Mm. Blueberry, like yeah, it's a sativa leading hybrid. And normally I do really well in sativa hybrids because I have a lot of natural anxiety as a person. I've lived a life. I can't just like smoke a sativa and be okay and be uplifted and social i can get very much in my head that's where like paranoia because sativas are known for the head mm-hmm. high so mm-hmm. if i'm already anxious it's going to perpetuate that and a lot of people have that same experience which is why they'll, they'll avoid sativas altogether but for me a sativa hybrid will have it usually a decent balance like a little bit of an indica push in it like just enough to keep me from being like knocked out like i'm uplifted but i'm not anxious unfortunately blueberry headband just put me right on edge like my jaw was clenched my brain was like a mess like i could it was just like a couple bong rips and i was not good so wow uh, i don't think it's highlighted enough and you know we speak about it but the experiences that you have should be logged the things that you are consuming should be talked about Mm -hmm. like i said we have dang thursdays right where we have a whole moment of like oh Let's guess this strain. Let's understand, like, let's research it afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Break it so, down. We're going to take a quick break. I can go anywhere. And we're back, y'all. Like, could crack. But we're here to uplift <laughs> your spirits and bring you back to where you need to be. Go ahead, Mosha. We had a whole malfunction. About two of them, but we ain't going to be talking about Why it. Why she had to say anything? Why am I going to why nobody do? Nobody paying your Nobody do. No, but I'm nobody knew. No, I appreciate the transparency. Right. Nobody's gonna know. Nobody's gonna know. Yeah, because I'm yeah. not gonna lie. How are they gonna know? How are they gonna? Nobody's gonna know. <laughs> that's How are they gonna know? That's up to How you. They gonna know? That's up to you. How are they gonna know? How are they gonna find out? That's that, if it was up to you, nobody would have known. But anyway. <laughs> Savvy and I was talking earlier with Boston Bossy over here about cataloging be annoying and we have this little section on our daily post on instagram go ahead and follow us there that is called dang thursdays now sorry up up a notch let us know we're not even fucking talking about terpenes enough <laughs> so let's talk about something a little bit deeper let's get a little bit more raw up in here get in between a weird cage in your heart on the left side so sorry boss it yeah so because we all smoke so much fucking weed all the time it you gotta keep track of it you gotta keep track of what's fucking good what's horrible it's just just right you know and i do that with a little handy dandy weed journal i think it's so important to do that shout out to the old school <laughs> um, kids it's like well you need to journal for blues blues hell no <laughs> need that green sweater (laughs) and a big red pen so i have tried so many strains after entering the industry and like i had to keep track of it all so i have listed the strain 
what kind of mm. hybrid, whether it's indica, sativa, what the crosses are, because everything's a hybrid these days. Of right, so true. The terpenes, which again are important to know like how the highs are going to hit you so I can know what I'm getting. And then how the smoke was, because I want to know like what my initial feels were. And then I've recently added the cultivation because I do have some favorite cultivations now. Mm. After trying so many. AKA growers who made the weed. Yes, I we got to appreciate the people in the dirt. <laughs> and we were talking about this initially. You said Simply Herb is uh, one. Oh, Simply Herb is one of my favorites. Your Mandarin Skittles. Mwah. I love their popcorn. Oh, their popcorn dogs. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Every so often when I see it, I'd be like, these, these nugs don't even look like it's popcorn. They're some big ass nugs. Yeah. Like, they, they always make it seem like it's going to be small, yeah. but that's big as fuck. Yeah, there's like some small ones and there's just like one big one. You'd be like, what? <laughs> who, who threw you a big little treat? <laughs> it's like the big nug. Like, yeah. like a nugget. Well, so Simply Herb is gonna be in that that traditional, I guess, three point five jar. They'll have yeah, their little three three point five jars, but they'll also have like seven, seven grams. But, but in it's the, the popcorn nug. Yep. Yeah. Mm. So actually, you've smoked it. A sim had a feature of it, and okay, now okay, this okay, is okay. Like, had access and now rolled it up. It's on our Instagram actually. So shout out to Simply Herb. Yeah. We actually do use your product. See. Yeah. See, savvy yeah, music. Gen genuine, genuine. I'll be out. asking questions. That's how I knew I used the tool. I have had a Ned Tucker nugget, but a gear and some change. I be remembering everything I smoked. That's just how my brain works. You know, it's because I had this experience with White Widow. I thought I was a big fancy smoker. I was like, I'm a big fancy smoker. I smoke. I drink. I do it. And uh, my best friend was like, oh, they have this strain. It's called White Widow. You should try it. It's very good. It's very strong. It's very, very strong. I was like, okay, I'm strong too. <laughs> what does that mean? That means that you feel like you're shooken up in like a canister. And if you've been consuming alcohol already, then someone pours you out. It was the very first time that we didn't maybe throw up. That goes back to our tooth or toe question. What was the worst Oh, the worst strain. Yeah. Not, I don't blame it on White Widow. No. I blame it on my hubris of thinking like, <laughs> <laughs> I've had plenty of drinks that I've eaten recently. This is be fine. It's, it's strong. <laughs> I'm strong. <laughs> I've had I similar experiences with edibles that have just like fucked me up. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. actually, I for, I think that's actually my worst experience is Not edible Uh No, Blueberry mm -hmm. Headband was definitely the worst strain I had smoked. Uh, for me, mm -hmm. I, I know people who Not love it. Not getting pulled over and having that, stump your weed. No, no, that that was just a bad time. But mm -hmm. like thinking back, I think my worst experiences have been edibles. And mm -hmm. one was back when I was like 22, 23. I split a gummy with my friend at the time, <laughs> and uh, I was just like. I'm a heavy smoker, like, I'm just gonna go to work after a little while, I'm gonna be fine. So I hop on the green line, and I work in Porter Square at that point, so I hop on the red line, and then by the time I get to Porter Square, the whole world was like this. And I, had, I, I was across the street from my job, and I had to sit down and call out of work. I oh! Had, I had, I was like, I can't oh. make it. And then Hello. I was not okay. Hello. <laughs> like half a gummy. I have no idea what yeah. the mm -hmm. percentage was. I don't know what the dose was. <laughs> I don't feel good. 
And then uh, you don't feel good. Mm-mm, mm-mm, <laughs> I just saw you looking at you across the street. No, that was that was definitely one of the worst edible experiences from an edible that I did not make myself. And then the other worst edible experience that I did make myself, I ate this tiny cookie that I had made. And then I went to Boston Comic Con. And oh. that edible hit me as if I had taken a tab of acid. Are you serious? I am dead serious. Concentration. That <laughs> I did not know how to dose anything out. I was. I made it. Out Remember, of- I told you we watched an episode <laughs> on Bong Appetit of oh, dosing. Yes, dosing. And and and, we, and then when we went to Hempfest our very first time, as we walked into Hempfest, you all, this woman was doing a lecture, and she said microdosing is the new wave of healthcare when it comes to cannabis. We need to get people on microdosing, not just getting prescribed cannabis cards. I said, what you mean microdosing? Is that a little weed? That's little weed? I was like, is that a little bit of weed? And my best friend was like, no, that's not a little bit of weed. It's like, (laughs) why I have a scheduled time when I smoke. I was like, that just gets you weird. Let's go over here and listen to the lady that she was like, you need scheduled times when you smoke. And then... (laughs) So we learned microdosing, and that's what you experienced. You experienced uh, concentration but, <laughs> with no dosing. Yeah, no dosing. Uh, and then Boston Comic Con was probably the worst place to experience. I, I bet. Mm, you were like, what the fuck uh, is that over there? I don't know if I am or am not really singing Five Batmans right now. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, I took the red pill. Oh no. It was a lot. It was it's too much. Too much. So it was like you were having a hallucinogenic experience. Yes, it felt it felt very much I like an acid trip. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I know what that feels like. I do. One time I crossed uh, vape pens, and I had a little psychotic uh, episode. Remember, I think it was pineapple express was that and there? yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not. It wasn't your fault. You didn't know what was gonna happen. But I was there for that. Yeah, he was right in front of me. Did yeah. I have to give you some pepper? <laughs> you didn't have any pepper on you. We I didn't know nothing about that shit yet. I oh, no! Mm-hmm. Lord! I smoked my pen. I was all like, making my way down to moving past and thinking. What's that one, friend? What do you got? I was just listening to you. I was like, let me try it. Are you sure? I was like, yeah. Okay, friend. I was like, cool, thanks. Because all my shit yeah. be fucked up. I you smoke my shit, you be like, wait, hold up, wait, hold up. I did not <laughs> know you was gonna give me that because I'm so like chipper. All my stuff is indicas, so it's gonna bring uh, you like, yeah, oh shit, yeah. oh pop. <laughs> Who's whooping my ass? It's cute shit. It's cute shit. It, it hit my spine. Sami, yes. Mm-hmm. Since. We are at the point of the episode where we've asked you as many questions as we can. We're going to ask you some more fucking oh, questions. Right. Okay? You that. thought she was going to escape the fate. Okay? So, what do you have coming up with your brand? Yeah, I will have accessibility to do personal consultations for either sex education, cannabis education, personal shopping, especially when after the consultation, if you're too afraid to actually go out and get the stuff you need, mm-hmm. that will be exclusively for uh, sex education. 
because uh, laws and regulations around cannabis, so we don't want to get in trouble. But I do want you to be a more knowledgeable consumer. You'll feel more confident, especially since not every bud tender you meet will be wicked knowledgeable. And I think you need to be a conscious consumer so you are able to shop at many different places. You know, because like, there's a lot of places around. I mean... There's not a lot of pieces around like you. Oh no, because you know no. that specific ass feature. Yes, yeah. I wasn't expecting that you were gonna expand like that. I would love to work with different dispensaries to like help their staff. Like I would be available for staff trainings for different dispensaries so they can be as knowledgeable as me. Right. I do cannabis consultations and Q and A's at a dispensary right now, and I would love to be able to do that or have anybody be able to do that. Honestly, like I think it's important to again get that compassionate level of care that you get in medical in retail because like we don't get that in rec often i want to know more about like what you like out of cannabis so and they're able to tell you what they like you know like, oh yeah that's what i want i want that one or mm, no I, I want something lighter i i get high really really easy i want something yeah. very light they're able to communicate that but like you know when we get away from them we become bigger and more chain uh just focused on like producing weed and getting sure. it into people's hands you lose that so like yeah. i really love that about your brand is that you yes. want people to understand what they're getting regardless of where they get it from i want to help change these industries and the way we perceive them as a society to be healthier more comfortable and just i don't know in general just feel better in doing what we do as people because we all like we can all find a way to have cannabis be beneficial for us but we can also find a way to accept like our different experiences with it because like if somebody is only an edible person, I have to respect that experience because, like, I am not an edible person due to my past experiences, obviously. <laughs> it's kind of, like, generally creating a safer environment for everybody to partake in many different ways, like building a community one sesh at a time, to helping us be able to communicate to ourselves, especially, like, especially when it comes to sex education. I think that's a huge part is, like, I want y'all to learn more about yourself and how to comfortably communicate that with anybody you might be engaging with and like even talking to other people about it like i've had friend groups become so much closer because they were able to now talk about sex comfortably with each other mm. we'll go into like a touch of that just because it's wacky weeds right i have this conversation often with my male my female best friends that like if you're grown enough to have sex you should be grown enough to have the conversations around it and if you're not it's okay it's okay if you're not there yet but when you are there it's like a whole different world like I don't know if I can be close to a person. I can't have like an open conversation about sex or or if their conversation is like, no, nah, I just, I don't do that. <laughs> I have a friend who I can talk to about that, but then mm -hmm. I have friends who aren't as comfortable with that kind of content. So we kind of stick with like what makes our friendship great in yeah. that specific way. And I think being able to talk about these really difficult topics makes communication as a tool for in general, more accessible to people. I can really see you being good for like, kind of 18 year old people plus like that 18 20 year old group that, oh, that i've worked with 18 year olds i've worked with 70 to 80 to like like 90 oh, so year olds even, i've worked with because all people we fucking too you know what i'm saying and we have a question about want to yeah. know like do she like it do she not like it she don't say like, honestly like there's couples who are like my grandparents age who have bought things that i have been too scared to buy <laughs> so, oh god you were like <laughs> they're more drastic i mean well they know i mean what at that like. stage in, in their life what's gonna happen <laughs> they gonna die i mean well maybe life, that's the way you want to go life it is, is what all it is. of us why right. not 
do the things we want to do, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in a comfortable, safe way. Now, Savi, my thing with a lot of us trying to understand the connection between sex and cannabis, can yes. you tell me what sex and cannabis connection is? For me, sex and cannabis have both been very taboo topics for society for so, so long when we think about it. I did not grow up with comprehensive sex education. I grew up in Massachusetts, like technically progressive, like liberal blue state that you would think would have good sex education. But I learned way more by becoming a sex educator that I feel is knowledge that we should have at different levels, you know? I do believe that, like, sex education should be made with a basin of consent education. Right. Because that's the cornerstone of a healthy relationship with other people is consent and communication. So... Uh, That also goes over to cannabis because cannabis being, again, only recently a legal market thing. It's not, it hasn't been on the legal market that long. So it's not an approachable topic for a lot of people. A lot of people are very scared of getting high and cannabis and what that means for them and where it goes from there. There's a lot of like... Uh, different parts of society that have pushed mar- like marijuana as a gateway drug, you know, and uh, leading you to try different things versus mm-hmm. like, or like not even talking about the medical benefits or like the disparagement has created in different marginalized groups, you know, mm-hmm. like there's so many things connected to it that we should be talking about that are hard to talk about. And I want to talk about it with everybody. <laughs> All right. So Savi, how can they find you? Once again, all yes. info. Adult advice on Instagram. Okay. And your adult advice at gmail.com if you want to find out more about what I do. Got you. We'll drop all that information. Not only in the description, but we'll just drop it when the episode drops on our Instagram. So go follow there and make sure you get in there. If you don't understand what we're talking about, then you're not really listening to the podcast. You got to find Savi. See them in the flesh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> get what the understandings you're supposed to have. As a person, because you know, that's what Mary Jane and Munches do give you everything food, cannabis, and homegirl. Little micro dope. Just a wee bit. Just a little bit. So, Savi, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, y'all. I would love to come back again a few times. Oh, oh hell yeah. You, you, you ain't got to worry about that. Yes. Uh, make sure y'all check out Savvy, guys. Make sure that you follow them. Savvy has been an amazing guest. The products that they're bringing forth in the different information that they're bringing forth is something that is unique to our community of color. And it's really imperative because it's like, it's the last block that we don't talk about. You know, we don't talk about our vices. We don't talk about our sexual health. Just go through and do and do we like what we don't like. We have a problem with something. We don't discuss it. We do discuss it until it becomes a bigger problem. But this is an opportunity to get ahead of it. You know, your little cousin is graduating from high school and getting ready to go to college. This is a great thing to do for them. Give them some education and some some tools that they can use to make better life experiences are you old ass motherfucker you just want to get freaky diggy or you need somebody to just yeah. call to make sure you because when you take the, you know the peanut with the oats <laughs> i can't you i'm sorry all right <laughs> thank you Savvy. all thank right thank you hey it's auntie we out here it's a vibe podcast is made for the listeners, the vibes, to be uplifted. We Out Here, It's a Vibe podcast reaches the masses of people. 
struggling to identify themselves in a world of untold truths. It is time to heal the mind, body, and soul. Take steps to have needed conversation. We need to stop sweeping things under the rug. We Out Here, It's a Vibe podcast is May 7th through June 25th.